Protecting your assets for the next generation. You're listening to The Strong Room, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. Today's program is built around a couple, we'll call them John and Joan, who are clients at McMillan Estate Planning. Their story is remarkable in so many ways, in part because Pope Paul VI had a hand in their coming together. Joan begins the story. We met actually when I was a student nurse for the first time. In those days, you know, the priests had to keep custody of the eyes. So, of course, they wouldn't look anyway. And I, I, he was just a chaplain at the hospital and came in to visit the patients. And I had heard at different times that he was, he was really a good priest. We didn't see each other for years and years after that. We hardly even knew each other. But anyway, years ago, I ended up in an office that he had previously at the cathedral. Anyway, he came into the office just to see who was there. And it happened to be me. And uh, so that's how, that's sort of how where things were going, because we, we were both had degrees that were similar. uh, And working with people was really important to both of us. And so sometimes we would go out into the community or several places around the the arch, uh, the diocese of Calgary, and um, give presentations on our various works. And um, we were driving separately for a long, long time, and then we said, this is kind of silly. We're here at the same time doing talking to the same group. Why don't we drive together? And basically, I guess that's how it started. We got to know each other very well, sharing a lot of experiences, and our lives were really closely matched. When it became more than just friendship, it, it necessitated uh, some dealings with the Catholic Church uh, to allow you to marry. That's correct. And so... Um I had to, after a lot of prayer and reflection, make a decision, was I going to ask for a dispensation or not? And so I did ask for the dispensation. Um, Very unusually, though, my dispensation came through before we were married, within a year. And uh, that was not expected, but it did come through, which meant that the dispensation signed by Pope Paul VI... And for me, the uh, provincial superior of, of the religious order that I was in just wrote a note to uh, the Vatican as well. So um, I, was, I got a dispensation very quickly, probably three months. And 40 years later, you have two <coughs> children of your own, both adult boys. Correct. You have two adopted children, and you're, uh, you're a happy family. Uh, you get along pretty well. Um, from a family dynamic standpoint, uh, and you are into uh, life planning. That's correct. Tell me about some of the conversations that you had when you sat down to put a life plan together. Uh, Did you bring the whole family together, or did you kind of start just the two of you and expand it from there? We started just with just the two of us, and then we talked to our sons um, at a Christmas last year, actually, and um, told them what we were going to do. And um, they're pretty happy with with where we've gone. And um, 
we we had been listening to Macmillan on the radio for a number of years, and we went to a presentation and were really impressed with the personal attitude they had towards their clients. And so we thought, this is really good. And that's our, been our experience ever since with, with Macmillan, uh, is that it, they're very personal. So you get uh, the big three documents, I would call it, uh, in mm-hmm. place first, uh, the will, the power of attorney, and, uh, and a personal directive. That was one of the first things you did? That was, yes, that's true. Um, however, we had done this many years before as well. But we had just seen a lawyer, and after discussing it with our children that Christmas time, we decided that it needed to be refined. <clears throat> to see how it all fit together and yes. to make sure that the, that the proper protections were in place to, uh, to protect the wealth you have, uh, to minimize the tax you pay, and most importantly, to make sure that uh, there was something left for your family. Exactly, and particularly, it, it was fairly straightforward for the two boys, but for the two girls, because of their disability, uh, that became a real concern of ours. Tell me about them. How long have they been part of your family, and, and what challenges did you have to plan for uh, to make sure that they were taken care of? Um, because of our professional backgrounds, we felt that we were capable of taking a, a special needs child, and so we applied to adopt a girl, because we had the two boys and we wanted a girl. And uh, we got one very quickly, and uh, she suffers from fetal alcohol spectrum disorder, and so she is on age. And then a year and a half later, the department phoned me at work and asked me if we would take her sister, and I asked for some information, and they said, she's two days old, do you want her? So uh, we took her. So we, John ran them. home over lunch, and uh, we talked about it, and 20 minutes later, we decided we would pick her up. So they were just month-old babies when we got them, so we've had them all, all of their life. And they are how old now? Um, 36 and 35. And 30, okay. 35 yeah. to be soon. Okay. Yeah. So uh, they, have, they have different levels of disability, mm-hmm. but the big thing from your pl- perspective was what you needed to do to make sure that they would be okay after you pass. That's correct. Yes, yes. How do they integrate with the two boys who are your own sons, can I ask? I think for the most part quite well, but there has been some strain with one of the daughters and and one of the brothers. Um, But we just we have to deal with things the way they come, right? And accept each for who they are and uh, deal with it. What did you do when you sat down with McMillan uh, to put a life plan together to ensure that uh, each of your four children were taken care of in the estate? Well, we started on a very personal level and with the Henry, and um, he got to know us quite well. And uh, anyway, we, d- we eventually got into that part where we have to talk about trust for the girls specifically while we dealt with all of them. But, but for the girls specifically, yes. And um, want to be sure that they're taken care of uh, when we die. And um, the, we didn't think the boys could, should be doing that. It's, it's a huge responsibility for them. And one of our sons is in the States, and which makes it even more difficult. So... Going with Macmillan just 
makes it so much easier for us. And it's, I know for me, it's given me a lot of peace uh, because we have been tra- doing some traveling and I don't worry about that anymore because I know they're going to be taken care of. What happens to the two girls when you are away? Are they, do they need some level of care that requires somebody to be with them? Well, our oldest daughter is in a group home in Olds, and, um, and so she has staff. She's been in that same home for about 19 years with the same two other ladies, and staff come in from 4.30 at night, and they're there overnight and leave when the girls go to work, the ladies go to work. And for our other daughter, she's, she's pretty independent, but she also has workers that go in to help her at, about, with different issues because she has two children now and um that they're, they're fine we just we don't like to stay away too long though because we know that that they do need us john you you uh you mentioned to me that um uh, trust uh became a, a big part of your life plan can you talk a little bit about how they were put in place what they're designed to do um, and and how you steward them well, um, basically, the two boys uh, are, are bright. They're nearly 40 years of age now. They're, they're independent with their own families. And we trust the fact that they, they can manage on their own. And so the trust for them is set up in such a way that they become responsible for the trust themselves. So it's their money, and they can do with it what they want. But it is in the trust. There are a few conditions attached, but not much. And for the girls, that's really the big issue. So um, for the older daughter, we have guardianship on her through the courts, uh, long-term guardianship. And so we are the principal guardians, of course, so just like she's still our child. And uh, the alternate guardian is a nephew of ours who knows her well, and uh, he is uh, open and willing to take uh, guardianship when we're not able to do that anymore, either on short-term travel or long-term when we're not available. Uh, and he has also accepted uh, trusteeship through the, the trust. For our younger daughter, though, <clears throat> uh, there is a bit of an issue. The boys don't want to be responsible for managing it uh, because they don't want to create any conflict in the family. And so we have assigned the, that responsibility to Macmillan itself, which is corporation will be ongoing. We'll continue this story with John and Joan in a moment on The Strong Room on 770 CHQR.